I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Don't whisper, we're about to start, not the weekend podcast. Sorry, that was Daisy, the producer. Very unprofessional at this particular instant. So, this is uh, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio, not the weekend podcast, Alan Cochran, Emily Dean. We should point out that Daisy has the power to edit out you saying that she's unprofessional at the start. Of she, does oh, yeah. like, she does. She does on on uh, yeah on this uh, particular thing. She could even got. use your voice and feed it into some machine where you're then saying, "Oh, Daisy, the producer's brilliant." Could she do that? Probably. Yeah, but it she, would sound all choppy. Yeah, she won't yeah. do that. <laughs> Daisy, the producer's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly confident that won't happen. So. Um, I'll tell you what, before I left um, this morning, there was an advert on the telly. Have you ever seen this advert? I can't remember. It's something like that. Da, 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 is the music. And it's a man dressed as a, as a smartphone dancing with two other men. That sounds so depressing. Yeah, and I did. For, <laughs> I just want to end my own life. It was one of those it. occasions when I thought, I've completely given up on popular culture. I'll never read another tabloid, watch television, unless it's like BBC Four ever again. I mm. can't stand this anymore. I've gazed into the very gates of hell. Mm. But um, I feel a bit better now. <laughs> but that was a man who dreamt that he would one day play Hamlet. Yeah, you shrugged it off quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, you have to carry on. Mm. What about this? I, uh, You know, I went to... Uh, I never told you this story. I went to... Barcelona. Oh, when, yeah. I got, when I got back... Um, I, d- I didn't tell this uh, last week, so I thought I'd save it for Emily's return. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely. I was... Yes. Um, I, I, I came through arrivals, and... Uh, I was uh, two. I was approached by two young women. Oh, I hate it when that happens. And they said, you know, "Are you Frank Skinner?" And, and obviously, this does. I'm not going to lie. This does happen to me. Yes. On occasion, so I was fine with it. And I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Oh, we're Keith's daughters." And I said, um, "Keith, who?" Oh, I'm Keith. And they said, "Your brother." <laughs> <laughs> and um, Frank, you're joking. Yeah, no, I'm not joking. And, Why didn't you recognise our Keith's daughters? You know, families. Um, <laughs> I would have had. I would have recognised them better than you. Well, I. You know, I, the last time I saw them, they they were a bit smaller and they had blonde, very blonde hair, both of them. And now they got jet black hair. Oh, they got. And they're young women. Well, they're, they're not goths. Well, I'll come to that. Oh, okay. So we chatted for a bit. We had a. Um, we had our photo took together. I, asked, I said, "Can I have my photo with you?" I thought. That's a sort of aide de memoir. Yes. <laughs> so um, we had a photo took and all that. And I said, so how come, how come you're, you're here? You're going somewhere? Mm. And um, and then they said, no, no, we're, we're here. We're waiting for Justin Bieber. No. And I then, even though I'd been talking to him for like five minutes, I realised that they were draped in Bieber <laughs> clothes and carried Bieber. Ca- I never, I hadn't noticed that at all. They were believers. They were. They were oh, a part yeah. of a whole bunch waiting for Justin Bieber to so they, come. They to haven't come stopped believing. No, they haven't. Mm. 
And I said, have you, have you actually met Justin? I said, well, no, not exactly met him, but, what, but one of them said, I have had a hog from his dad. Right. And I thought, well, okay. he's, the dad's an opportunist, isn't he? He, he makes me my skin crawl, that Yeah, dad. The, the dad's <laughs> thinking to himself. Oh. Filthy old coot. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Bieber by proxy. Do you know Bieber's dad? Have you seen him? No, but like, just that story makes yeah, me... He's not be old. He's probably 34 or something, isn't he? Oh, God, he's oh, younger than me. That's a thought, yeah. <laughs> he's bound to be Justin younger Bieber's than me. Justin Bieber's father is younger than me. I feel ill. <laughs> well, I felt bad that they were waiting for Bieber and they had their photos took with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you go to the fridge for milk and come back with Gorgonzola. <laughs> but it was a, it was an interesting experience. It made me think, is there anyone that I would go to Heathrow... To, to just watch yes. walk through. Because it's quite an odd waiting at a sort of travel terminus, really. But there's lots of them. I mean, really? I, I felt, I, once I had the photo, loads of other young girls came over for photos. And then I realised what they do, they wait at arrivals and some go off and get a coffee and stuff and they text immediately if there's any sign of life and they all come running back again. I didn't... Even the man who's supposed to stand waiting for me with with a piece of cardboard with Skinner on it, <laughs> even he didn't turn up for, for me. And oh, I paid him. <laughs> and he wasn't there. But Justin Bieber has got all these... Uh, and I tried to be a bit Bieber-esque. I tried what to did think, you do? I said, well, do you prefer the Fringe or the, or the, or the recent, oh, more recent flick? Oh. Since he's gone, oh, terrible! Grown. I tried to join in on the Bieber. <laughs> you, you tried those... to be a believer. It was just never going to happen. No, it wasn't. You know those drivers that stand and wait with your name on a bit of card. Mm. The girls have missed a trick there because if they just popped Bieber on a bit of card <laughs> and stood there, perhaps a chauffeur's hat. Maybe he'll be on a golf buggy. He might get off the plane and just walk up naturally. He'll be on a buggy. People are obedient. What I'd do is I'd get the cheapest nylon blonde wig I could get. I'd get a piece of cardboard with Bieber on and I'd, I'd, I'd glue a fringe over the top. So as he come out I'd slightly lift the fringe to show the name and he'd, he'd be attracted by that. Yeah, yeah. Attracted? I oh, think so. That's his call. <laughs> but is there anyone who you would go to see just to watch walk through arrivals? It's a great, it's, it's something that you lose as you get older, that kind of hero. That version. excitement. I, I'll say mine but you won't believe me. Go on. I know believe you Believe you. <laughs> I'll believe you. I would go to see Vince Cable. <laughs> Honestly. You'd go to Heathrow to see Vince Cable yes. walk through Arrival. I would. Honestly. I suppose compared to Bieber, you'd get a longer show because he'd walk through slower than Bieber, I would imagine. Bieber's no, but also, I'd in. catch him when he was a bit tired and jet-lagged as well. Yeah. He was a bit he, vulnerable. Get he, them when they're vulnerable. I don't know if he was that cranky as well. Yeah, do you think? I bet, he, I bet he gets off a plane in a huff, Vince Cable. No, but I'd find that an aphrodisiac. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. It's, I have a lot of childhood issues. We'll talk. <laughs> I um, think you could you could easily manufacture a meeting with Vince Cable. Do you think so, Frank? Oh, yes. yes. Well, I wouldn't have to go to Heathrow for it, though. With your connections, surely. <laughs> I mean, no, various a... fashion shows you got to, presumably Vince Cable. I, I don't know if Cable's a big big fashion not uh, visitor. No. Businessman, though, anyway. I just want to slide in under the wire. I think there must be a way. I imagine... People laugh. I genuinely... Uh, I do... I imagine he doesn't smell quite as fresh as he might. Oh, fine. That's what I think. I think long There's nights... There's no Rick Waller sweat. Long nights, <laughs> you know, in rooms talking about... Uh, yeah, but the brain Economics. on the man. The brain on the man. Yeah, rubbish. How long had the um, believers been there for? Did well, they, uh, one, of, one of the girls was the saying play? that she'd, uh, she'd got a train from Milton Keynes at 4am. 
And what time were you there at? That's quite a chunk, isn't Oh, it? no, I was there about half eleven. Right. <laughs> Still no sign of Bieber. Wow, that's a lot of waiting. <laughs> it is. I think um, former world snooker champion Steve Davis, I, I would... Oh, yeah. Because oh, he's right, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I think former world snooker champion Steve Davis is a bit of... Uh, an untrodden path as far as the British public is concerned. I've met him a couple of times. Have you? He's a profoundly fascinating man. Yeah. Is he? He's a laugh. Very, in, very boring. clever. Well, no, this was his thing. Yeah, it's boring I think that's, I think yes, that was I a shield. Yes, I know it's the joke. <laughs> I bet he's a really good after-dinner speaker as well. I bet he's one of is those. Is he? I don't know, but I, he's, I, I, think that's, I think he's too clever to be an after-dinner speaker. <laughs> I think, you know, like the before people who thought he was brilliant and everyone else would say, oh, I didn't know what he was talking about. It'd be like that, you know. I think you'll find I sometimes make a living being an after-dinner speaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't that part of the, the Venn diagram that we're on somehow as well? Well, yeah, but, you know, I, I feel that my audience is, is dropping by the, the second. Don't you? Why? <laughs> no! Because I tend not to go on now and do 25 minutes of jokes about um, sex. Oh, I see. And football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's what they want? That's what they want. Now we're speaking about how fascinating Steve this Davis is. This <laughs> is turning into some Piers Morgan interview. You're no, going to start crying. It has. It's gotten too far. Um, <laughs> but no, Steve uh, Steve Davis is interesting. He's man. a massive music fan, isn't he? Was oh, God, he like used Northern Soul. He used to edit know. a Northern Soul fanzine. That's right. I was having a chat with my wife the other day about how Steve Davis is a massive Northern Soul yeah. fan. How does <laughs> this come up? There are many so aspects to his. Honestly, I think. He should get a show on Absolute Radio, Steve Davis. Yeah. I mean, it's not really your place to start the appointments process, <laughs> is it? But it's a nice gesture. No, but it's like, remember else. when they started the uh, the campaign to get uh, Bruce Forsyth a knighthood? Yeah. I, I, didn't, the show. I didn't start that. No. And it worked, didn't it? It did, it worked. Mm. So well, let well, it start here. Ipso facto. Yeah. Romford Robot on Absolute Radio <laughs> starts now. Was he the Romford Robot? Yeah, that's what he was known as, the ginger magician. I forgot. The Romford robot. <laughs> Great player, good pundit. Mm. Yeah, I loved listening to you talk about snooker. Do you know who morning. I'd go to Heathrow <laughs> for? Go on. I, I would go and wait for Godot. If you knew that Godot was coming through arrivals, people would be a massive queue, wouldn't they? Because people yeah. have wasted a lot of time waiting for him. Yeah, but, you know, that thing when you have to go away and come back the next day. <laughs> Does he play for Man City? <laughs> No, I know who Godot is. There's a Harry Ramston's, of course, at Heathrow. Which makes waiting for anyone seem ideal. Perfect, yeah. Frank, I do love the idea of you standing there waiting for Steve Davis, though. Mm. (laughs) With a Harry Ramston's fresh Not to to talk to him, just to watch (laughs) Watch him him. go through. Just to watch (laughs) it. I bet he travels now without a queue case as well. I don't know if you could take a queue case and luggage. Oh, yeah. Do you think he still likes a waistcoat? What? Uh, no, not by choice. Oh. He's looked quite cash on the um, on the thing. I, How's his that, hair looking now? I always think anyone who wears a waistcoat that doesn't match the jacket and trousers. Is Sandy Toxpick? I think. <laughs> well, I think it, there's a hint of mental illness about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know when you see like a, col- a slightly colourful. Like, oh no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Still. That's just, I mean, you've got to have a rule of thumb for personal safety reasons. Yeah. That's my one. What else? I'll tell you what else. Um, I would like to talk to you. Would you? Yes, regarding... I feel this is the correct context. Peaches Geldof. Oh, Peaches Geldof. 
Now, you might be interested in this. It's another celebrity baby. Because whether you like it or not, Frank, you are about to have a celebrity baby. Am I going to have a celebrity baby? Yes. Yes. Oh, no. I hadn't thought of that. Mm. Um, I find that quite joyful. Um, But it's... She's called it a rather Mind odd you, name. We keep talking about Steve Davis. Maybe not, depending on <laughs> <laughs> depending on how long it takes. If you think you're in the win, and uh, yes, <laughs> you're right. Go on. Is that a snooker joke? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just checking. All you two talk about is snooker in our downtime. <laughs> yes, the other morning that we're you got snooker in. Looping. Yes. You just went, oh, did you see that snip? I mean, honestly, mate. <laughs> I, I never said mate. <laughs> you you may as well have. No, I didn't say. snooker. I was just saying that if my girlfriend had said to me at the weekend, I'm going away for the weekend, it would have been an equal gift to her buying me a car. <laughs> That I could have sat for two whole days and just watched snooker. I can't tell you how happy that would make me. And Alan agreed, and then you talked about snooker, and then I said it was like being in a pub in Birmingham in the 70s. (laughs) If I was offered a choice between winning the Sony Award and spending two days on my own watching the snooker, I'd go for the snooker. Oh, great. I just know what would make me happier. The judges judges are... Everything's not final yet. (laughs) Well, we don't. Who knows? They're deliberating as we speak. Um, Anyway... Meanwhile, over at Peaches Geldof Gaff, mm. uh, so she's she's with this guy. I believe he's the lead singer of Scum. Very, um, very uh, nice man. I don't know. Um, I'm not familiar with no. Scum. Mum, Dad, I'd like you to meet. Um, but they've had a baby, and she's called it Astala. I believe is the name. Mm. No, I think it's Astala. Oh, oh. it's one of those clamps <laughs> they use on the donkeys. <laughs> Blackpool. <laughs> you know when they're getting the kids on and off, they have to put like a clamp on to stop them scampering. Mm. It's called an ass staller. And uh, she named it... No, I'm, I made that up. Yes, I realise that. OK, sorry. It's uh, it's actually the male version of Esther. She looks like Trellis. In Jew- it's a, a Jewish name. Don't you think she looks like Trellis? She's got that f- floral tattoo that goes from her ankle right the way oh, yeah. up her oh, belly. Yeah. And she does. She looks like a nice bit of trellis work. <laughs> <laughs> On a summer's day. Yeah, lovely. It is. It's like sitting out in the yard, the backyard, when she's sunbathing. So it's a real name. I thought it was a made-up name. No, I think it's... it's the, the male... He's person. Jewish, and I think it's a Jewish name, yeah. But um, I wondered what you thought of that. What, for, yes. for my own as child? A, as a potential. I'm thinking uh, Kim Jong Skinner. <laughs> I like that. Like, then, then you take all the decision making for your descendants because you just do another Kim Yong, yes. and then you just put something else. Say so any syllable on the end, Kim Yong, Kim Yong, <laughs> Kim Yong. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, that's what I'm. Go- it's difficult the uh, the name choosing. Mm. The one thing I've made my mind up about the uh, baby name is not the name of the baby, but I'm, I've made up my mind that the baby's first pet is going to be called Norman. Oh. Just so he then has a rubbish porn name. Oh, oh yes, good. that's a very good idea. Yeah, because I, um, I don't like the porn name thing. No, I don't. Uh, so um, Bob Geldof is anti the name, yes. which, as many people have pointed out, is um, yeah. a bit cheeky considering some of the names he's come up with. Uh, I'm thinking now maybe, pa- maybe yeah. Paula chose. You think so? And he was wanting stuff like Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Look, just well, normal. I mean, Bob. Mm. Pretty straightforward. Chrysanthemum or... Am I too quiet? He says, so? um... Oh, OK. He says, yuck, I've actually been begging them to change it. <laughs> Good use of the word yuck, Bob. Yuck. Yeah. Mm, don't see that outside of the beano much. 
He does always look like he's been begging. <laughs> he did say a funny thing about uh, how he's looking forward to having a boy in the family, and he said, I've swam in oestrogen all my life. And oh. I thought, get a cleaner. Yeah. problem <laughs> He's, um... If, if you really wanted to wind him up, Bono is what I would have called <laughs> the child. Can you imagine? You're, you're, he stole my act! He stole my act! I saved the third world! Um, that's why I imagine that would have gone down. He mm. comes from a bit further north than people think, Bob. Yeah, he does. I don't know if, if you're Lush aware Mondays of Mondays would be good for him as well. No, it's, I think any... Um, it's been a great week for parenting. Did you see, did you see the tanning mum? Oh, my oh, God. I I'm obsessed that. by the tanning mum. She looked amazing. Oh, amazing. I in case you didn't <laughs> see, this woman had been accused of, ta- of taking a tiny child. Well, actually, weren't that tiny? But a yeah. little girl mm-hmm. to a tanning uh, booth, which yeah. she hadn't, but the mum looks like she lived in one. Yeah. Have you seen a picture of her? I've seen a picture of the mum. She yeah. looks like... If, she if looks I, a bit like me when I got back from India. <laughs> if, if I went to Thornton's and said, could you make me a chocolate Zoe ball? <laughs> that's what she looked like. And they could do it, they could do it. If oh, I, yeah. You know, they are the art of the chocolatier. <laughs> and um, Zoe ball got quite big chocolate ears. If I remember oh, yeah. right. But that's what she looks like. I mean, she looks like she's made out of milk chocolate, but with like spindly blonde hair. Mm. She's Fantastic. unrepentant. I loved her. She was the best mm. ever. I liked her. Um, so anyway, yes, where were we? Over the yeah, names. So it's I- difficult though. I was thinking of um, Samuel Johnson Skinner. If it's a boy, lovely. Named after the great um, lexicographer and moralist from the 18th century. Lovely. Also, that that shortens nicely. Sam Skinner just sounds like a cool kid, doesn't it? Like yeah. You don't want Samuel Johnson Skinner every time you address them. Well, no, but no one does that unless it's in Russia. Exactly. You've got other <laughs> stuff. You know, in do. Russian players, they say, so, Ilich Barichi, in Poliki. Yeah, mate, down to the whole. I the feel whole so of sorry. Russia I, is our orchard. I yeah. feel so sorry for the actors in that instance. I always identify mm-hmm. with the performers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I quite like the return to quite basic names I think now mm-hmm. because I think we've sort of you know these have been popular for a while these fancy names I think it, the Martins and the Stuarts are having their moment again I I like that, if, you, uh, if you want him to grow up really rich it's just call him It mm. child called It made a few quid <laughs> didn't he? oh god that's a good idea oh my seriously god. there's money there I always think of cap- Capability money. Brown you know, that, that's a name that hasn't been picked up and run with. Capability Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Pandemonium Skinner. <laughs> what do you think? As you know, I once adopted an African child called Agreement Phineas. <laughs> oh, don't. I hate this story. And, um, Where is the child now? I just right? forgot. I forgot. I let, the debit, I let the direct debit lapse. Is it still on the fridge of your old house? That's I don't know. Look, I don't want a disagreement. Um... No, it was... Uh, Agreement Phineas. It was a techno- technical error. But, I mean, what a brilliant uh, what a brilliant name. Agreement Skinner. Do it. Go for it. Use it. I mean, it might be slightly morbid, given that you uh, let that direct debit lapse. No, but I think he's. I think they, I think he got picked up by someone else. He, right. I think he got some, picked up yeah, by think, someone else? I think someone signed him on a Bosman. <laughs> Responsible parenting. <laughs> well, there was only. I, I never felt. I mean, there was a, one picture got his dad in the background, and I swear there was a cigar in the top pocket. <laughs> I thought, where's my money going? <laughs> <laughs>
We've had some emails in. Uh, I'll, I'll share one with you. Uh, Lottie Horry, lovely name. Brilliant name. Lovely name, Lottie mm. Horry. Has Did she star in the uh, the Lottie Horry show? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's she's a, heard that ten million times in a life. What a yes. great Dad, name, though. It's a great name. It's, it's got a sort of a, a touch of Enid Blyton about it for me. Lottie Horry. I think it's, yes. I feel like she could be a bit sided with Rosie as also. well. Yeah. Is Lottie a complete name or is it an abbreviation? Is it short for Charlotte? Charlotte. Is yeah. it a Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, anyway, Lottie Horry. Lottie Horry has emailed in about her use of the human shield. Do you remember you were saying that you, were, you, you sometimes use a person as you're crossing the road for. A crumple zone. If yeah, like, if or to, uh, if, you know, I'll use one with the homeless as well. If somebody <laughs> asking for money, I'll uh, I'll go in on the shoulder, on the on the far shoulder of a pedestrian. <laughs> she said, "I'm I got, a student." I, I, you see, if somebody says to me, "Can I have you know, can I have fifty pence mm. just to get a sandwich? I haven't eaten for three days." I think, well, okay, is the money, but I'll, I'll want to see receipts <laughs> somewhere down the line. I don't want it spent on hard drugs, and then I'm partly responsible. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Next. Lottie <laughs> says, I'm a student at university, and during Freshers' Week was constantly bombarded by flyers on my walk into lectures and tutorials, so much so that I deployed the human shield to make sure the endless paper was thrust into the hands of my friends. Highly uh, effective. Uh, mm. I could try that in Edinburgh. Flyers, in case you don't know, are like little leaflets. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have friends that do a similar thing to avoid buying around. Just, uh, do you? Know, you? Yeah. My, my brother told me that he's got a mate that walks into the pub in front of everyone and then sort of deliberately pi- finds a reason to turn around and ask a question so that somebody else oh, goes to the no. bar. Yeah. Once, once you see that in a person, you can't. You can't let it go after You know that thing in a cab as well, when there's four of you in a cab and the cab mm. pulls up and somebody's going yeah. for the wallet. Oh, yes. Inside pocket. Yes. Trouser pocket. You think you know where it is. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. It's not on. Of course you do. I do that. She's yeah. added in brackets at the end of her uh, email. Also, one of my tutors reached up to scrawl some reference on the board and we got a glimpse of his Calvin classics. Oh, oh. One of your brethren. Yeah. People <laughs> must have assumed I found Descartes. Is it Descartes? Descartes. Descartes. Bit embarrassing. It is embarrassing. <laughs> Metaphysical writings amusing. Oh, so she, this Descartes. is in a metaphysics class. Descartes. I'm starting to think that maybe the Calvin classics was... Uh, you know, have you seen those boxes and they're quotes from uh, John Calvin, the 16th century theologian? <laughs> <laughs> Do they say, or maybe they're Descartes, they say, I think, therefore I am. Yeah. Right. Like or maybe that. they say, I shrink, therefore I am. Oh, oh right. aren't we all very clever? And here's me mispronouncing Descartes. <laughs> I know, it's very embarrassing. Descartes. And can I say I was going to say stink then, and I, I decided to clean it up a bit. Say oh. so stink... <laughs> Um, Boxer shorts, I stick there for like Have you ever seen what Descartes, Descartes looks like? He looks a little bit like Hilary Duvet. I suggest you Google... Rene Descartes? Yes, because really, the resemblance is quite extraordinary. Well, if I Googled it, I'll probably spell it wrong, just like oh, I say it wrong. Huh? If you want to Google anyone to trigger your memory of Hilary Duvet, I suggest you try. <laughs> just Olivier is Richard III. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there. Yes. You're absolutely there. Who else have we heard from? We've heard from Chris Millington. Oh yeah, he's emailed in. It's um, Miller. Well, I would say it's on. A, it's a, it's to rival Peter the Wild. Peter the Wild. Oh, part my dirt. goodness! Peter we the should, Wild Redux. I've been listening. We to, should say, I think, for new yes. listeners, start here. Peter the Wild was a feral boy 
who was was it? Um, he was a court which character. Which king was he? I think it was Charles the second. I don't know if it was oh, a Charles. First. Oh, maybe it was a George. Oh, I right. think it was a George the first. Yes, you might oh. be right. And he was kept as a sort of a pet, really, at court. Yes. We, we had a leather collar around his neck, Peter the Wild. A novelty. He was a novelty. He was figure, a feral boy. A feral. Oh God, he yeah. was feral. Mm. I mean, there's feral and there's feral. Mm. Yeah. And he was. Uh, he had epicanthic folds and lots of curly hair. Mm-hmm. Did he? Mm, just saying. The new listeners will be all over Google when they listen to yeah. this, won't they? No, no, they'll, they'll be all over another podcast. To listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. So Chris says, um, I've been listening to the podcast archive and was fascinated by the story of Peter the Wild. I wondered if you knew the tale of Geoffrey Hudson, a dwarf kept as a pet by Charles I's wife. Queen oh, Henrietta Maria. I'm starting to think Ricky Gervais is more sensitive than we think. <laughs> Kept as a pet. Oh, that's just not right. He was first presented to the Queen in a pie and emerged <laughs> through the crust. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. I wonder. Much. It must have been a shallow pie for him to come out through the crust. He's only little. It was more of a flan. <laughs> so this, so when we think of like sexy girls in bikinis jumping out of cakes, this is where it's starting off. A dwarf popped up through a chicken and mushroom. Oh no, that's Brilliant. just. I hope it wasn't so... steak and ale. What was the pie? Oh, I love pie, but uh, <laughs> this is probably an opportunity for you to play that foreign objects in food jingle. You've yeah. got. <laughs> <laughs> so we do that as a tribute. What's he called, Jeffrey Hudson? He's called Jeffrey Hudson. Let's have just have a moment when we think of his immortal memory. Borrowing object in food. I wasn't trying to tell you how to run the show. No, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed um, it. I, I wanted a, a suitable tribute. I hope she then tasted the pie and went, mm, I think you could have seasoned it a bit further or something. <laughs> you, like, can I ask a practical question at this point? Was he clothed? I mean, Oh, yeah, in court. Oh, I wouldn't like him if he was naked. It would be like when they have those little blackbirds to help the, you know... You know those things? Four and twenty blackbirds <laughs> baked in a pie. No, those China blackbirds to help air get into it. Oh, you've never cooked. Oh, yeah. um, These were less enlightened oh, times. Mm. I think it's. I think that's fair to put it oh, that I way. I imagine and that the, the pie makers didn't even have hair nets on. I bet they just... What I don't like about this is if I went to an event and a dwarf came out of a pie, mm-hmm. I'd think, well, he, has, he or she have been heavily remunerated for this. They've made a decision. Or heavily sedated. Spoken to their agent and said, nah, I'll do it. Whereas I feel Jeffrey Hodson was was uh, was pushed. Oh, I yeah. do. He was more of the arm twisting dwarf in pie. Uh, they said he fought in the English Civil War. Blimey! Mm. Did he? Yes. Respect. Yes. <laughs> Enough respect, as they used to say. That's, that's he was pre- captured by pirates eventually, though. Barbary pirates, according mm. to the email. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a few Barbary pirates. My uh, my strice and bootleg collection. <laughs> <laughs> I call them my Barbary pirates. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a fabulous, if if not terrible, story. What? How did he? Um, how did he end? Um, it's. I was hoping you wouldn't ask that because he was say, sold into not... slavery. For and um, we don't know any more. No. That. So if anyone's got any hot goss on uh, Jeffrey <laughs> Hudson, hot he, sauce, must, sorry. he must he must have a, a wiki, hasn't he? Oh, no, but maybe Gordon Smart from The Sun, he's quite well connected, he might be able to help us out. <laughs> Gordon Smart, who's yeah. that? He's one of those Sun men. that, that 3am? Yeah, it's 3am and now he edits it or something. Oh, so he, uh, he's yeah. got the inside information. Yeah. It's, uh, anyway, that's about what's uh, going down. I'm tempted to call it a short story, but I'm avoiding. 
short story. It's a, you know, it's a terrible story, but also oh, there's some you can't. It's something addictive about it. About the dwarf and the pie. About yeah, about the whole Jeffrey Hudson thing. Well, there was someone who found a dirty dishcloth in a pie recently, wasn't there? Yes. And, uh, and she said, I think this has put my husband off pie forever. Had a dwarf jumped out of it. <laughs> I could have been his loincloth. It might have put him back on pie forever. You think, but you oh, see, I don't like think... surprise pie. I don't think there'd be any... It wasn't a pie, was it? It was like it, they'd have just How made a cross pie. Because he wouldn't have been pie. in there with all the filling. <laughs> He, he is only filling. I'd say they just made a cross, and basically he could have, you know, he could have jumped out of anything. Oh, I hope there was filling in there. No, not no, too no, hot no. though. Well, he nice bath water temperature. Well, I think <laughs> you, you're thinking in there. small straw coming up through that slit <laughs> in the middle of the cross. Yeah, or maybe it was a cold served pie, and he was like the egg in the middle of a gala pie. <laughs> yes. My I feel like I might have to explain gala pie to Emily now. <laughs> You're not a gala pie type. Is that no, a, do you eat it when pie? you watch the snooker in 1978? <laughs> a gala pie is what you get if you win at the swimming. <laughs> Actually, on the uh, subject of food, uh, Tom Relihan has emailed in. I've probably pronounced that wrong. It's probably pronounced Descartes. <laughs> Um, re- re- Tom, let's have a rely, rely Tom Relihan. Tom Relihan, I would rely on. I know his brother Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Tom has emailed in and would like to know what Frank's favourite food was as a boy. I like that he says... Um, Dwarf pie I was very keen on. Yes. <laughs> I love the fact that he says out, this is just out of curiosity. Yeah, Thanks. That's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I'll tell you what I was very keen on was um, lemon meringue pie. Ooh, oh, yeah. lovely. I was... As a as a young man, I was obsessed with lemon. Oh, the dwarf pie. could go surfing in that. It was oh, it was brilliant. I made one once. Two times. In fact, I've tried. How dare to make, you? I've tried to make two, and the first time I couldn't. I couldn't get my meringue up at all. Right. It just lay like a, like a crust, and that's very depressing. Not, the peaks weren't rising. And the next time I got, um, you know, those whisks, hand whisks. Mm-hmm. And I really gave it some. And the satisfaction mm. when it starts to, as you say, go into peaks. Fantastic. Oh, this is the first story you've told about uh, cooking anything mm. other than sausages. <laughs> well, well, after that, I've never done it again. I just thought, I can't beat this. But Quick it was something. Yeah. And it, the, the, weird, the weird thing about the whisk, which I never realised, is that they go in different directions, the two whisking things. Oh, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm. Do you, do you wear that? One was clockwise, one was anti-clockwise. Right. You with me? Yeah. He's more a pie man. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I was fascinated by that. I think that's, I see that as a symbol of my relationship. Two things going in completely opposite directions, but somehow making a lovely, fluffy, pointy thing. <laughs> no way to talk about your future baby. <laughs> no, you're probably right. So it's, uh, yeah, that's what I loved. I love that. And um, obviously on. Dime Bath. Dime bars. Dime Sweet bars. Sweet tooth is coming out. Dime bars are the, the great king of the confectionery world, don't you think? Yeah, they were good. I went I to Sweden once and you one. could get dime bars. I mean, like a. You could you could use the chopping board. Massive. And they call them dame, which I don't like. They do call them dame. Mm. But as I said to them, there is nothing <laughs> like a dame. <laughs> <laughs> This is Frank Skinner. Absolute.